Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Hi again, everyone, and welcome back to Dirty Martin's Place for the second hour of Sports Saturday here on KLBJ Radio. I'm Ed Clements, our show, The End Zone Club, brought to you by Howry, Breen, and Herman, Attorneys at Law, Plains Capital Bank, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Delaware Subs, no baloney there tomorrow, two-for-one cheesesteaks all day long, Coward and Bastrop, Rocks and the Guys closed yesterday, closed today but open tomorrow, and Pokey Joe's Barbecue also brought to you by S&B Amusements. Ben, we just saw the Longhorns score. Longhorns now lead the Houston Cougars 31-24, under six minutes to play, so some good news to report for the Texas Longhorns who have struggled mightily since midway through the second quarter down in Houston. Yeah, Pop, it has been a, a very strange game uh, in Houston against these Cougars. The Longhorns started this game so hot. Quinn Ewers looked fantastic with two straight touchdowns to uh, Xavier Worthy and A.D. Mitchell. It was looking like the Texas Longhorns would walk into an easy victory, but we have seen one of the biggest let-ups uh, uh, from the Longhorns that we've seen in a long, long, long time. A lot to attribute to that between coaching, play calling, uh, I hate to say it, but lack of effort and quarterback play, but the Cougars have crawled their way back into this game, and unfortunately for the Longhorns, we have a serious, serious ball game here. And the Cougars are driving. They're now inside Longhorn territory already. We, You talked about quarterback play. Quinn Ewers is in street clothes right now. Yep. He appears to have injured his shoulder in the third quarter when he took a big blow while scrambling. Malik Murphy... The redshirt sophomore from yep. California just led that touchdown drive, so that's a very, very huge confidence builder for Malik Murphy. But the Longhorns also credit Keenan Robinson for a long kickoff return for the Longhorns to set up yep. that last touchdown. Uh, but the Cougars are again driving. We're now under five minutes. But uh, you talked about the play, and you talk about the coaching. I, I hate to criticize Steve Sarkeesian because but, I'm a big fan, but, but we've but. seen a couple of things in this game, and Scotty Sears is also with us. We saw when the Longhorns were up 21-7 to late in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Burt Auburn lines up for a field goal on a fourth and six. They run a fake field goal, and Burt Bert Auburn takes a swing pass behind the line of scrimmage and doesn't get the first down. And instead of being up 24-7 at halftime, uh, Houston got the ball and drove, and it was 21-14. We also saw in the third quarter the Longhorns with a fourth and two situation. And instead of giving the ball to one of the Longhorn running backs, uh, Brooks in particular, a situation they throw a screen pass and they don't get, don't get it on a fourth down situation. So just a, a you know interesting thing with play calling but again i said this last hour fellas we saw oklahoma struggle mightily against a very inferior opponent central florida so the longhorns i guess playing down to the level of competition today oh i don't think there's any question yeah. uh, and especially when you get off to a big lead like that you lose your you just lose your focus just a mm-hmm. little bit thinking it's going to be a cakewalk Okay, it's fourth and two for Houston right now in UT territory. Let's just let's play coach for a minute. Okay. Houston scores. Do they go for two? Uh, no. If, if, no. No, I don't think you do. You don't. You got the home crowd. 
If you're on the road, you go for two, I believe, Scotty. Even being an inferior team, you don't go you know, for two? Being, I, I don't know. I, 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 I would not if I'm Dana Holgerson because you've got – well, I'd say you have the crowd, and we heard from Ferris. Ferris <laughs> says it's predominantly Longhorn fans, well, so it, that's interesting, it, it's interesting questions. It, 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 there's a lot of uh, circumstance with that. I think one of them depends on what Dana Holgerson was drinking this morning. Yeah. That'll be – that, that's, that's, that's a big one. And if he was on the vodka this morning, you know they're going for two. Yeah. If it was simple beer and, and, and iced tea, they're going to play smart, and they're going to go for the, the, the PAT. Well, they got to get this fourth and two right now. They scrimmage from the Longhorn 45. Smith looks back to pass, back to pass. He's scrambling, still looking, still looking. It is complete, and it's going to be a first down. Cougars right. look inside the 35 of Texas. Pop, and Scotty, look, there are three and a half minutes left in this game. I, I don't think... We're 11 minutes into the show. I don't think we should start here by talking so negative about the Longhorns because it's not looking great, but they got the lead. You know, if in 30 minutes Texas loses, we can we can cross that, that bridge. But, you know, this is a game where, yes, Texas was favored and they should win this game, but a lot of things were stacking up against them. Um, and no, no, they weren't. Nothing was stacking up against them. Pop, and then here's my argument for that. A. Justify it. Just, okay, I will. They had two weeks to prepare, prepare for this game. Yeah. Coming off of a very devastating loss against OU. It was. They it had was. to sit on that for a very, very long time. They did, yes. And B, they're playing against a quarterback in a team that A, upset West Virginia at home last week, a very emotional win that brought them back to a little bit of promise. An undefeated West Virginia team. And it was a fluke win. It was A, a win is a win, Pop. You can't tell me that I, in football. I know, but it was a fluke What win. do they say in golf? First half, first half of the Sports Saturday is a golf show. There are no pictures on the scorecard. Yeah. And C, they're playing against Donovan Mitchell, a, a guy that, a quarterback who beat Texas last year he's with Texas Tech, yeah. who's got a lot of confidence, yeah. who's underrated in the Big 12 quarterback uh, 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 mantra. This was a game that... A lot of people overlooked with Texas. They thought BYU would be the tough one. They thought that Iowa State would be the tough one. Houston, in the last week, have improved their game so much that this was going to be confidence. a tough game. Yeah, they got confidence. Okay. Houston uh, has a second and eight uh, just inside the 20-yard line, Scotty. Uh, Pete Kwiatkowski has to draw up some type of deal to stop Donovan Smith. And Ben, you're exactly right. Donovan Smith comes in with a confidence. He came in with a confidence because he beat Texas last year yeah. when uh, Texas lost up there in Lubbock against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. But And I think even when you attribute the fact that, you know, Donovan Smith took Texas last year with Texas Tech to overtime and the triple overtime, and he still defeated the Longhorns. I'm not going to give all this credit to Houston, but Donovan Smith... You know, he has experience. It takes a lot from a, a quarterback as an underdog to take a powerhouse like Texas to triple yeah. overtime and still get the victory. Yeah. So I'm not saying Texas should have lost this game. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they should, but this was not the guaranteed victory that a lot of Longhorn fans were expecting. I see it was it was a guaranteed victory to me. I'm sorry. I, I guess it I was just, not. I, I you you're you're probably right because Donovan Smith and they give as as Mac Brown used to tell me, they give out scholarships too, Ed. So uh, this has been a really good win, win lose or draw for Houston. It's been a great performance by 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 the Cougars as they're now uh, but that being said Pop yeah. and Scotty Texas's second strings are better than Houston's first strings. Should be. So with this being said this is inexcusable for Steve Sarkeesian, and I attribute a lot of this to his play calling. Okay, let's look ahead right quick. 
does this give some of the other teams Texas plays later in the season that we thought they were going to beat, like Kansas State, like TCU, does that give them some film to watch? Gives them a blue Absolutely. Yeah, really, yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And, when you, Scotty, and yeah. when you add on last week's or two weeks ago OU game when Texas pulled out the fancy playbook with the uh, trick plays, you're dead right. Texas's playbook – the secret playbook is dwindling or dwindling right now for the rest of the season. And this, this also proves to me, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, that every week's going to be difficult for this Longhorn team because, Houston, this should not have been, and I'll disagree with you, Ben, this should not have been a monumental game for Texas. Texas has the crowd favor. I know they had Donovan Smith who beat Texas last year, but still, Texas had the week off to regroup and forget Oklahoma, but but it's, it's not happening. And now Houston is scrimmaging just outside the Texas 10-yard line. Pop. It's 31-24 to 24 as Houston is on the lip of the cup, almost ready to score another touchdown in this situation. Here we go now. Uh, Donovan Smith in the shotgun formation. It's a third down situation now for the Cougars under two minutes to play. Smith will give. Running first back. Down, looks first, like down. first down. Okay. First down for the Cougars as uh, now I think we begin talking about what happens if the Cougars score. Uh, yeah, Pop, I, this is, this will be interesting to see what, what Dana Holgerson's about. You know, he is a... He's he, a riverboat he's gambler. He's a riverboat gambler, a gambler so, yeah. you know, minute 13 left. I'm going to predict right now that he will go for the two-point conversion if they score this touchdown. If, if they score. We're not going to take a break. Garrett, just hold on with us because we want to keep it right here as it looks like there may be a fourth down situation. Dana Holgerson, uh, I don't know, now we have another Longhorn player down. Player down. Let's take you a know, quick break. Yeah, take a yeah, quick, let's take a real quick break. Garrett, we'll take a quick break after this break. More Texas and Houston. This is the End Zone Club live from Dirty Martin's Place. Back with more right after this timeout. Back on the End Zone Club live from Dirty Martin's, and the Longhorns are going to win this thing on a fourth down and one after a questionable spot. Houston goes at fourth and one, which they had to incomplete pass. And Ben Clements, the Longhorns are going to win this game, 31-24 over the a gutty Houston Cougar team. Pop, you know it's it's interesting. It's it's a well, well, well situation because are the Big 12 officials all of a sudden rooting for the Longhorns and the OU Sooners to get to the Big 12 championship? Because that's what it seems like. You know, I I'm going to play devil's advocate for the Houston Cougars. From what I saw on TV, in no way should that have been a fourth down. That should have been a first down for the Houston Cougars. Scotty, your thoughts? I agree. I mean, it, it looked like his body was easily across the nine-yard line, and then the spot was was moved back. Yeah, yeah, back to the nine and a half. And I don't know why they don't do a replay on something. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, but I don't know why they don't do a replay. Buckle, on something like buckle that. your seatbelt. After this game, Dana Holgerson is going to explode with the media. Yeah. Dana Holgerson uh, is going to go crazy because I agree, fellas, it looked like that Houston had reached the nine-yard line for the first down and then forced him to go for the fourth down. It was a kind of a goofball play, a rollout, run-pass option. They come up short, but the Longhorns win by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin, 31-24. Again, Texas led this game 21 to nothing before a huge comeback and a gritty game by the Houston Cougars. Malik Murphy ended this game as a quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. 
We don't know the extent of the in, uh, the injury to Quinn Ewers. Longhorns will face BYU next Saturday afternoon at 2.30 at the stadium. But a ginormous season-saving stop by the Texas Longhorn defense on that fourth and one play, fellas. How, how come teams don't just take a snap right from center instead of running the shotgun on fourth and inches? Exactly, Scotty. It's the new football, Scotty. It, it, it's the new football. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm, I'm in a way speechless right now. I, I'm shocked by the call that the referees had uh, on that third down. I thought for certain that that was a first down for the Houston well, yeah, Cougars. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not as up to speed with the rule book. I don't think you can challenge that if you're the Houston Cougars, or else they surely would have. Well, Dana Holgerson said, I, I want to see it again, look at it yeah, again, and they yeah. didn't do it. They but, did not do it. But again, for Steve Sarkeesian and these Longhorns, survive and advance. Yeah. With the Big 12 the way it is, you just got to get to the Big 12 championship. Take care of business. It'll be interesting to see uh, the extent to Quinn Ewer's injury. Yeah. Because... You know, had Texas been up, you know, on this game by a, a couple touchdowns, it wouldn't be the oh no situation. But with BYU next week, a team that Texas is not very versed at playing, we gotta hope and pray as Texas fans that that, that Quinn Ewers' uh, injury is not as as bad as it looked like on on TV because he took a hell of a shot. Uh, Malik Murphy, he did what he needed to do. Yes, know, we, we saw him a lot, uh, and I'll go back to the spring game. He has an he has the arm, he has the experience. You know, learning behind Quinn Ewers uh, these past couple of years, and learning behind Hudson Card last year. I think Texas could be in good hands with Malik Murphy if that will be the uh, the route moving forward. But this is a game where. You know, in two years, Texas fans will forget about this. Yeah. They'll forget about this, and they'll remember this as a victory. But from here on out, for Steve Sarkeesian, it really is tighten up those bolts and get to the Big 12 championship. And don't do dumbassery anymore. Yeah. Don't do dumbass stuff, Steve, because it was your play calling that got this team in trouble. Jonathan Brooks is running through like Grant through Dixie. Pop, he, you're, was, you're, you're he, run- was, he was named the, the midseason first-team All-American. Yes. L- with the let, likes of uh, with of Caleb Williams and let, these uh, Marvin Harrison exactly. Jr. Let the big dog eat. Yeah. You're up 21 nothing, yeah. and you throw this Mickey Mouse fake field goal in there. You go a pass on a yeah. fourth and two, and I'm just reading some tweets. Taylor Gaspar, who's one of the local writers, says Texas will only go as far as Sark. The play caller allows it. The reason Texas lost a 21 nothing lead is because of play calling on offense, and I agree entirely. But you know what, Pop? I agree entirely. Pop, Scotty, I, I will be I'll be the optimist here. You know, looking back to it, Vince Young almost lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma State, excuse me. Vince almost lost to Oklahoma State. Cole McCoy almost lost to Nebraska. Yeah. And they made it to a national championship. These kind of games, it's sketchy. It looks, you know, it looks tough. But if you can get away with a victory, it does not matter. (laughs) On that third down play, when it looked like Houston got the first down, they were forced to go to fourth fourth down, and they don't get it. Billy Lucci is a friend of mine who's an Aggie writer who writes now, Texas fans did all the crying about Brent Yarmock this summer, the commissioner, and here comes Big 12 officiating to bail Sark and the Longhorns out. That's Billy Lucci. Which is kind of ironic because what we saw from the Big 12, especially their commissioner, ahead of the season, 
was it looked like it would be an anti-Texas and anti-OU yes, conference. Yes. So have the tables turned where they're hoping for a Texas OU Big 12 championship? Yeah, here was a good post an hour ago. Cedric Golan said, remember when Texas was up 21 nothing? Nah, me neither. Houston is rolling. <laughs> well, Kirk Bowles' column this week said it's important for style points how Texas wins. Ah. He, was, he was in fact, and, and Ben, you say it's okay, we're going to forget. I agree, it's a W. And if we're 11 and 1, mm -hmm. we might make the college football playoffs. But boy, it doesn't help us right now. Okay, so with, but with that, Scotty, with that, you know, that theory, Oklahoma barely escaped UCF, and they and they won by fewer points than Texas just did at, yeah, yeah. at Houston. And Oklahoma was at home with yeah. with you know. So are we saying that Oklahoma could not make the the playoffs? Yeah. Here's the scenario: Longhorn fans have to have. I believe, and tell me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Texas fans has to have to hope Oklahoma wins out, and Texas faces Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. If Oklahoma loses to a half-baked Big 12 team yeah. like a West Virginia, who's who's getting crushed today at home, yep. if they lose a game, Texas, even though if Texas beats a one-loss Oklahoma team, they're tied. I don't think Texas would qualify for no, the Final Four. I, I disagree because of the because of the country. You, I I disagree wholeheartedly. I think if Texas can win out and they go win the Big Twelve, they could get the benefit of the doubt because they will have that Alabama win at Alabama and they broke that streak. They they kind of broke the chains on Alabama. If they went out and they win the Big Twelve championship with only one loss against Oklahoma, I don't know, Ben. With, with that know, Alabama ben. kicker, yeah. you make it. But, Tell me, see, but that's why you need to still root. Yeah. As Texas fans, it sucks to do. You got to root for Alabama. And you got to. I think you got to root, root for Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, you got to root. I, I was at a bar today watching my buddies, and I was rooting for UCF, but my buddy Bitten said, "No, no, no. We need Oklahoma to win this game because we need an, an undefeated Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship. We know we've said it over and over again. It's really tough in college football." to beat a team twice in the same year. It is. So it is, Texas and Oklahoma need to win out. Texas, if they beat Oklahoma if in the Big 12 championship, they will be okay. in the playoffs. I, okay. If Oklahoma wins out, uh, uh, an Oklahoma team with no losses against Texas and Texas wins, yes, Texas will have a great opportunity to go to the Final Four. But my point was, if Oklahoma stumbles and loses to a West Virginia or they lose to Oklahoma State, who's red hot right now, yeah. that would really hurt Texas. Okay, well, look at yeah. the schedule. Oklahoma, uh, next week they, they go to Kansas. Kansas is pretty it good. It's really good. They've kind of fallen off the past two weeks, but they are. you can't look past them. They have a fantastic quarterback. Uh, then they go to Oklahoma State. Last they got, Bedlam. They got Bedlam. At, Last Bedlam. At, at Oklahoma State. At Oklahoma State. We don't know the time yet, but if it's at night, watch out. Then they have West Virginia at home. Then they go to BYU. Then they host TCU. In my opinion, guys, they will not lose. They will not lose the rest of the season. And Texas knows that. I think this was a wake-up call to Steve Sarkeesian. This was a wake-up call to that defense to not screw up again. All right, let me ask one question before I go. Is that play reviewable for the U of H? Because we're going to hear about that no, all week. I, I, it's it, not. Apparently it so must not be. No, why is there not a rule? And that's wrong. Uh, it, it is yeah, wrong. The wrong. NFL has reviews inside you, the last you, two you, minutes. You cannot review a spot. Yeah. I don't believe you can review a spot. You can in the NFL. I, I, yeah, you can. You can. Uh, college, unfortunately, college and, and pro, their, their rule 
differences, and that is one of the differences. You can't oh, review a man. spot in college football because too bad, too bad for too, the Cougars. Too bad, Cougars. Scotty, too I, bad, I, Cougar with, what you're implying, I agree with. If there was a review, Houston oh. gets that first down. Yeah, and Changes who, know, everything. who knows what happens? But yeah. you know what, it, you Steve know, Sarkeesian, hey. survive and advance. Go that direction. Go beat BYU now, and you got to hope that Quinn Ewers does not have a severe injury. Uh, I agree. Speaking of Oklahoma State, who Oklahoma plays, Oklahoma State rolled over West Virginia 48-34 to today. 48-34 was that final. Also, early on now, BYU leads Tech 7-0. Kansas State has jumped out to a 14-0 lead over TCU early, early in Manhattan, Kansas. So uh, uh, Virginia's I, ahead of North Carolina, too, 14-7. Ooh, that's not good for our friend Mac Brown looking for win number seven. All right, when we return, uh, we open up the phone lines. If you'd like to talk about win by the Longhorns, by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin, give us a call at 512-836-0590. That's 512-836-0590. The Longhorns win today. Next up, BYU, Steve Sarkeesian's old team. Uh, Next Saturday afternoon at 2.30 at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. Come on down to Dirty Martins to watch college football all night long. Enjoy the great burgers and drinks and have a lot of fun here. We're watching football all night long here on Dirty Martins. 512-836-0590, the number of the call. We'll take your calls and much, much more after the news on KLBJ. Back on the End Zone Club, I'm at Clements along with Ben Clements live from Dirty Martin's Place. Yeah, that's a sigh of relief from Longhorn fans everywhere because the Texas Longhorns have defeated the University of Houston Cougars 31-24 to by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. Houston does not convert on a fourth and one inside the 10-yard line. Texas uh, breaks up the pass, and Texas wins 31-24. to uh, The Longhorns move to 6-1 and on the year. Next up. BYU, our show, the End Zone Club, proudly brought to you by Howie Breen and Herman, attorneys at law, Plains Capital Bank, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Delaware Subs, remember tomorrow, two for one chicken cheesesteaks and beef cheesesteaks all day long, plus Philadelphia Eagles talk from our friend Pete Dembski if you go by, Covert and Bastrop, open tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, Pokey Joe's Barbecue. Cap off a Longhorn victory with some great Texas barbecue from Pokey Joe's Barbecue and by SNB Amusements. 512-836-0590. The phone number's a call. Let's go to the phone lines. Our friend Tim is calling. Hey, Tim, welcome. You're on the End Zone Club. Wow, what a win for the Longhorns, Tim. Wow, what a near heart attack for me and many others, Ed. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing good, Tim. Tim, what did you think about that, the play, when Houston thought they had the first down and the official said, nope, you don't have the first down? What are your thoughts on that? Well, kind of like I feel about when they didn't call holding on the, the critical conversion down on the other end of the field, when they didn't call pass interference. I mean, these are Big 12 officials, and, you know, they just suck. Mm. I, 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 I wish we had a live feed of Dana Holgerson because I I believe, Tim, he's going to go crazy in his post-game press conference. I can't wait. Oh, he's going to be fined. He's, uh, I, I think he's going to go might crazy. Be fired. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. But no, it, it, it is. Was, it was a, I think it was a bad call, Ed. To answer your question, it was a bad call, but there were bad calls throughout the game. So, you know, it's just what you got to deal with, with a, with a you know, a, a B-minus official crew. So. Hey, Timmy, uh, We've been talking off air, and do you think this could be a spring 
for Steve Sarkeesian and these Longhorns, that tells themselves, hey, we screwed up. We almost let this one get, get away, away from get yeah. away from us. Could this be that spring that that pole vaults them to never again foot on the throttle every single game the rest of the year? I hope so. I mean, I, th- I think there's a lot of good takeaways for for uh, Sark and the, and the coaching staff. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward for a rewatch because I'm trying to understand what we were doing defensively. But, you know, offensively, we, we had a good game. And, and defensively, I think they ended up with 14 yards rushing. I didn't go look. I think that's about right. So, really, we, we made them one-dimensional. Unfortunately, uh, Donovan Smith uh, was really good. I mean, it was like I told some buddies. They went in at halftime, and I said, Donovan Smith went in that locker room and said, guys, we have, the, we have momentum. We, we're good, and I've beat these guys before. And they came out and they kept playing hard. And you know what? That that was a hell of a football game. And we're lucky as heck to be leaving Harris County with a win. Tim, we saw Quinn Ewers uh, go out with an injury. He he, you know, came back to the field uh, in street clothes. We saw Malik Murphy get in there. You've been around the block for a long time. We saw last year Quinn Ewers go down, and and Hudson Card have to take over. What is your uh, uh, how do you feel about Malik Murphy having to take over the reins if Quinn Ewers cannot return next week against ben, uh, against BYU? I'm very confident, Ben. I think, you know, there's this gentleman who's uh, one of my pen pals on the email, 95-year-old guy, was a high school coach after World War II, um, guy named Harry Hilgers. And, and when Malik was recruited before he got here, Harry was sending me YouTube videos of Malik in high school and said, this guy's the next Ben Young. Well, we haven't seen that. I'm not sure he's the next Ben Chung, but I do think he's an incredibly talented athlete. And I think given uh, if he spends a week uh, with you know all the reps with the ones or most of the reps with the ones, I think Arch will get some. I, I think I think he can step up. As he is, he doesn't have the experience Quinn does, so he's not going to have the confidence Quinn has built. But I think athletically he can do it. So I'm, I, it's going to be a little drop off. But it's also gonna. We're also gonna have a dual threat quarterback back there, and and Sark, Sark will scheme for that. I mean, Malik's a big, tough runner. I mean, he will be able to move the chains when we need him. You talked about wanting to see what the Longhorn defense did. Donovan Smith was 32 of 46 for 378, but Houston only ran for only 14 total yards this afternoon. So they yeah. passed for a lot, didn't run. Conversely, Quinn Ewers was 23 of 29 for 211 and two touchdowns, no interceptions. Jonathan Brooks, 20 carries for 99 yards. One thing that concerned me, Tim, and I don't know what you thought about this, you're up 21 to 7. You got a field goal attempt by Burt Auburn, and for some inexplicable reason, Steve says, let's run a fake, and it blows up on you. It's 21 to 14 at halftime. A fourth and two, you don't give it to Brooks. You throw, and you don't get it. Uh, I, I really like Steve Sarkeesian a lot, but sometimes I wonder what the hell he's doing sometimes. Well, um, uh, you know, Judge Smells, Casey Dobson, and I were, in fact, exchanging texts about that, that very questionable call, uh, Ed, but you know, I'm not there. I'm, I'm not. I'm not on the headset. I'm not listening to my assistants. You know, they must have seen something. Yeah. But at the same time, Houston clearly smelled it out because they sent that uh, defensive back or whatever it was over there, and he was ready for it. So, you know, do I like the call? No. I'm not that coach. I'm. I'm. I'm an armchair fan who just loves the Longhorns, but I'm, I'm not going to. Whatever. We, we won the I, I know, game, I know. Thank we, God. Texas won the football game, and we can forgive Steve Sarkeesian, but we see this all the time. I was telling Ben and Scotty and our friend Stan Shaw's with us, too. 
I was telling them Ryan Day had to give me field goal for, for Ohio State. And he decides to go for it. They don't get it. It's it's this modern-day coaches who say throw caution in the wind. We see that not only in college football but pro football too. It's a, it's a new head coach mindset all across the country, Tim. Well, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the whole what we just – we always used to call those guys, you know, riverboat gamblers like it was some big deal. You know, I, I need to go back and look. I mean, I think we ended up doing okay on fourth down this time. But, uh, no, going forward on something like that, we should have taken the points. That was a 10-point swing. It, was, it would have been 24 well, to 7. And we, I think we would have gone on to win closer to the score I had predicted um, as opposed to the nail-biter. Uh, 10-point win. So, anyway, it, that that we, we could spend the rest of the show talking about that that decision. You know, guys, one thing I've observed uh, is since the Alabama game, Steve Sarkeesian has he has let loose to their identity that we saw at Alabama, which was the high-flying, throw-the-ball-deep kind of game that won Texas-Alabama. We did. saw Quinn Ewers have the most gorgeous throws downfield that we've seen in, in Austin in a long time. And since then, we have not really seen that. Texas has, has let go of their identity. We saw it one play today, and that was the uh, the Xavier, Xavier, touchdown, Warren, yeah, yeah, Xavier yeah. touchdown. I'm wondering what made uh, Steve Sarkeesian really banish that identity away. Yeah. And I said 10 point. I meant 7.1. Um, anyway, the yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get get totally get the where we've gone away but you know that's the hard thing for me watching on tv is they're not showing you the whole whole field you don't see what the coverages are you don't see what yeah. the, you know how, how the defense is working that the, the, the camera shots on the back so i don't know i mean i, I would i'm gonna tony Durer's at the game i'm gonna talk to him about how they were seen they must have had our guys covered up pretty well uh let, let me uh ben and i talked about this a moment ago my, you, even though I hate to say this, you want Oklahoma to win all their games so Texas will run the table and beat uh, an undefeated Oklahoma team. You want Alabama to win the rest of their games, and you want Alabama to challenge or maybe beat Georgia. Your thoughts on my premise that you want Oklahoma to win all their games? Sure. I mean, I, absolutely. I, I, you know, they, they struggled against UCF, who, frankly, is worse than Houston. Um, so, you know, we both... Both the Sooners and the Horns had a little off days, but I, I want them to win. I want them to win out, and then I want to beat them. And that's, you know, frankly, unless something changes, that's the only way we get a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, the only way. Hey, Tim, Tim before we leave, uh, simply, is this the worst we'll see Texas play all season? Lord, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I think you speak for all Longhorn fans oh, when you say that. Uh, I, I know. I, I know Steve Sarkeesian not totally well, but I know. He's, he is saying to himself, good Lord, we just escaped. Yeah. We escaped yeah. from yeah. Sing Sing. No, 31-24 was, it, it, in the end, it's just another, it, it's a good W. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, like, it's like you talked about, Ed, we've all talked about it. Dana Holgerson said, all, my, all the Houston fans, we don't care about, we don't care if you go 1-11, beat Texas. They pushed all their chips on the table. They did everything they could. They came out firing on all cylinders. And you know what? They damn near beat us. Yeah, they did but, almost. But we did. got the we got the win, and, and and you know we're coming home to Austin, getting ready for Brigham Young. Yeah, look, looking forward to the Mormons, Tim. Thank you for being with us here 
on the End Zone Club. Have a great night. I know you had a great night last night. You were at Matt's El Rancho, so that's always good. But uh, thank you, good. thank you for being with us next time. Uh, and next Saturday after the game, come down to Dirty's after the Longhorns beat BYU. But thank you so very much, my friend. Hook 'em horns, and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Tim. Hook 'em, Ben. Hook 'em, out. See y'all. All right, bye bye. Tim Taylor, uh, frequent guest here on uh, the End Zone Club on KLBJ. Wow, the Longhorns win today, 31-24 over the Houston Cougars. Uh, Longhorns win for the sixth time of the year. Uh, we don't know the extent of Quinn Ewer's injury. We will check on that during the break. But the Longhorns have to face BYU next Saturday, 2.30 at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. We need to take a break. After this break, more from Dirty Martin's Place. This is a great place to watch college football. We're about to watch Utah and Southern California in a ginormous Big 12, excuse me, a Pac-12 matchup. Oregon has already won today. The Ducks who lost last week to Washington, they're still in the mix. Washington plays Arizona State tonight. They're very much in the mix. We'll talk about that and much, much more when we return to the End Zone Club on KLBJ. Welcome back to the End Zone Club. Technical problems here at Dirty Martin's Place. I'm Ed Clements along with Ben Clements. Longhorns win 31-24 to as the Longhorns await Brigham Young. That game at 2.30 at DKR, Texas Memorial Stadium, next Saturday afternoon. The Longhorns will try to win another one, and it could be an interesting game. Uh, BYU playing at Texas Tech right now in Lubbock. No, excuse me, that game is in Utah as BYU has the lead. Kansas State is all over the TCU Horn Frogs in uh, Manhattan, Kansas. Again, the Longhorns have to face TCU uh, on the road in mid-November, but that bodes not well for Sonny Dachson the TCU Horn Frogs as they're trying to win another. They won last week. They're trying to win again. But, uh, again, Texas wins today, 31-24. Let's just recap. Texas held the 21-0 lead. They looked like world beaters in the first half of the game against uh, the University of Houston Cougars. Cougars uh, came back to score a touchdown. It was 21-7. Texas looked like Everything was well in hand, even it was 21-7. to uh, Texas was driving late in the second quarter, and uh, they lined up for a field goal attempt from Burt Auburn. What about a 40-yard field goal? And Steve Sarkeesian decided to run a fake field goal. It was a fourth-and-six situation, a fourth-and-six situation. And you got to understand, he's lined up seven yards behind uh, the line of scrimmage and then has to get six yards. It didn't work out. Houston got the ball, and they scored a touchdown uh, to cut it to 21-14 and a half, and then the Cougars scored early to make it 21-21. The bottom line is this. Texas was very fortunate to win uh, this game this afternoon because Houston, after the Longhorns, well, let me go before that, uh, late, late in the third quarter, Quinn Ewers was injured. He injured his shoulder, and apparently. We not, don't know the extent of that injury, he left the game, and here came Malik Murphy. But the Longhorns scored under four minutes to play to take a 31-24 to lead. Then Houston comes back. The Cougars come back, and they had a third and three from the 13-yard line. Houston, it appeared, got the ball to the nine-yard line, which would have been a first down for the Cougars. But the Longhorns got an extremely favorable favorable spot and forced a fourth down 
fourth down and one. Uh, and Houston tried to pass, uh, run pass option by Donovan Smith, and they did, did not get it. And the Longhorns got the win, 31-24. So the bottom line for Longhorn fans is this. The Longhorns escaped as uh, also escaping tonight or this afternoon where the Houston, where the uh, Oklahoma Sooners, Oklahoma won 31-29 against Central Florida. Central Florida scored with less than a minute to play, and they went on a two-point conversion and uh, did not make it. So the Oklahoma Sooners were able to win. So a bit of irony there that the two teams who played a very exciting game two weeks ago in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas both struggled this afternoon, struggling mightily, and uh, Oklahoma remains undefeated. Texas one game back in Big 12 play. Other winners today in the Big 12, the Bader Bears defeated Cincinnati in a game of the also-rans. Let's be honest, Cincinnati's not very good, neither is Baylor. Baylor wins that game. Oklahoma State storms back to defeat West Virginia in Morgantown today, 48-34. West Virginia is a team that had aspirations of challenging Texas and Oklahoma a mere 10 days ago. But they were the victim of that tip pass when Houston defeated West Virginia. And West Virginia has turned one loss into two losses, and they are just about virtually out of the Big 12 race. There's a lot of games to be played, but Oklahoma State is a team that is raising a lot of eyebrows because Oklahoma State handled Kansas State last week. Oklahoma State has now put together another win on the road against West Virginia. And thankfully for Longhorn fans, Longhorns will not have to face Oklahoma State this year. They're not on the rotation. So Oklahoma State, after playing poorly in the first part of the season, very poorly, now playing good football. A team that has to play Oklahoma State? Well, that's the Oklahoma Sooners. They do that in two weeks. Longhorn fans, uh, we're getting a break. Longhorn fans, we're getting a break because Oklahoma goes to Kansas this week to face the Kansas Jayhawks. And Kansas is a pretty good team. Not great, but they'll be playing at home in Lawrence. And then the next week, and this is the one you got to watch because Oklahoma State is playing so good right now. Oklahoma State will host Oklahoma in the final Bedlam game. They call it Bedlam between Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. This is the big rivalry, much like Texas and Texas A&M was for so many years. And Oklahoma State will be hosting that. If Oklahoma State continues to play, that is going to be a huge threat for the Oklahoma Sooners and Brent Venables. Uh, let's just be honest. Texas has a much easier schedule than the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma still has to play. Kansas on the road. They've got to play Oklahoma State on the road. They host West Virginia, and then they host TCU to end their season. Texas, conversely, will play BYU next Saturday at 2.30 at DKR, Texas Memorial Stadium. We'll be at Dirties from 5 to 7. Then the following week, the Longhorns host Kansas State. Kansas State, a good team, handling TCU tonight. That ought to be a very good game. Then the Longhorns uh, have to travel to TCU to meet the TCU Horn Frogs. And uh, as we know, TCU having a down year, but Sonny Dyke has never lost to the Texas Longhorns, never lost to the Texas Longhorns. And then the Longhorns close their season against Texas Tech. And we all know what Texas Tech is thinking. They just want to beat the Longhorns, as everybody does. We talked about this. Uh, Tim Taylor talked about this, about this Dana Holgerson 
fan base said, we don't care if you go 111, just go beat Texas. Well, they almost did. And that's the mindset of all the teams in the Big 12. Just beat Texas or just beat Oklahoma. We encourage you to come down to Dirty Martin's Place as they're serving great hamburgers and drinks all night long. Uh, Utah and USC about to kick off. North Carolina and Virginia going on right now. Games from all across the country. Plus, you get great, great food here at Dirty Martin's Place. Again, next week, the Longhorns face BYU. BYU currently leading Texas Tech. It will not be a cakewalk, and there'll be some interesting situation there because Steve Sarkeesian, the head football coach of the Longhorns, played quarterback at uh, BYU. So that will be interesting to see his preparation for the game. Again, listen to us Monday on 1027 ESPN. Jeff and I will talk about this game. Also, we'll get you up to date on this injury to Quinn Ewers, who went out of the game. Malik Murphy came in and drove the Longhorns to a touchdown late in the game, and it was a big touchdown because the Longhorns win 31-24. to Thanks to all our sponsors today, Howie Breen and Herman, attorneys at law, Plains Capital Bank, Sue Patrick at 5222 Burnett Road, Delaware Subs, two-for-one cheesesteak tomorrow, Covert and Bastrop, Hokey Joe's Barbecue, and by SMD Amusements. Thanks to Garrett back in the studio. For Ben Clements, I'm Ed Clements. See you next week on the End Zone Club, live from Dirty Martin on KLBJ.